0: Welcome, you're watching I Want to Know, the show where we answer your questions about the Bible and Christian living. Last week, we kind of ended part one in our questions about marriage, and we're gonna carry on and pick up there this week. So it's Marvu and Mamiala and Pastor Louis and Natasha, and we're gonna keep on answering your questions this week.
1: I'm I'm so confused as a young guy, because, and I wanna ask this to the married people, because one of the key things that has really been, where both genders have been butting heads is around submission. Mm. And we've been told, hey, submission is we can fight, but at the end of the day, when the man puts his foot down, it's final. The husband's the tiebreaker. The husband's the tiebreaker. But from what I'm hearing here, from a lot of experience,
2: it does not work that way. Yeah, I think the way that submission works is, um, firstly, I'm submitted to my husband, not to everybody else's husbands or other guys. I'm submitted to my husband in my house. It's not a rulership thing. It's a servitude thing. Um, So... Remember, when it talks about it in Ephesians, the husband's got the higher calling almost. Husbands, love your house, your your wives. wives. So Louis always says the level of love in our house depends on him. (laughs) So if that is there, it's easy. You know, it's an easy response. But um, so I see it in this way that Louis is, there's got to be, we are, we are mutually submitted to one another. That means we mm. both have wisdom in the situation. Mm. But at, at, at a, a time where we, we are at a tie break, you know, and, and we're not sure exactly, then for me it's important that, that he carries that responsibility, okay. you know, in yeah. the situation. And it, it's mean, a situation Let me finish yeah, now.
3: Okay. I submit. <laughs> I,
2: I it works this way. <laughs> if I have to submit, if I go to Louis, it doesn't mean I don't have a voice. And I say, listen, this bothers me. Um, I state my case. I come back, he does nothing about it. I might go again and state my case a little bit more intensely. <laughs> <laughs> but then submission does not work without trust. Not oh. trusting my man just, but trusting my God. Oh. Because I then trust God that he will either take this situation and work it. For the good, he's either going to—he's going to either change my heart, or he's going to change Louis's heart, or he's going to take this situation and work it for the good for those who love him. Okay. So if I am like that, that is my response in submission. Then it's easy because if he works it for the good for those who love him, that means he's going to mature me more. Wow. Do you understand? So mm. at the end of the day, I, I win mm. in this situation, unless there is a clear sin that mm. is involved, then I'm talking about normal relationship submission. If there's a sin involved in this thing, then that's when we start talking different views yeah. uh, yeah. on that.
3: And I think as a man, we have to understand that submission is not my trump card.
2: Yeah. It that can never be.
3: If I understand it correctly, it puts me at the greatest risk. Wow. Because what it does is when, it, when, I have, when I've had all the input of my family about a decision, but I still believe, contrary to what everybody else feels,
2: yeah.
3: that's not what we must do. We must do the following. I take the responsibility yeah,
2: for that. exactly.
3: It's not about I want to be right. It's about the responsibility of wanting to do the right thing. Yeah. So, and therefore, it's incumbent on me to do the hard work, to check my motives, to make sure. Because if, if, if they've all said this is the right thing and I go, no, no, it's this way. If it, if, if it backfires, it's my responsibility. Yeah. But then they have the grace to say, but we trust you. We trust you. And we're not going to use that against you because that's your role. Yeah. But you understand, it's not a...
2: <laughs> Everybody can <call> do. <to> <laughs> and,
3: and, and I'll be honest, in our 29 years of marriage, I think it's been, been once up. or twice, perhaps, that we've ever come to a place like that, where I've had to say, this is now what we do
0: we it's always
3: come to, come to the
0: agreement. Yeah, yeah. teamwork. Yeah. Just, I think what you guys are saying is great. I think the important thing is just so that it's recorded is submission doesn't equal subservience. Yes. Yeah. It's not oh. what the word means.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It
0: means a yielded heart. Yeah, Because yeah. mm-hmm. submission is not a word we use so much today. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so firstly, the Bible says we have to live with a yielded heart towards one another yeah. as yeah. believers, but also as husbands and wives. Yeah. We live with a yielded heart. The yielded heart is I want to love you, I want to help you. If the, if the yielded heart's there, then it's not about, as you mm. said, Lou, it's not about being right. It's about seeking what is right.
3: Yeah. Oh.
0: <clears throat> and I've had it where my wife has actually been. She's yeah. had what's right, and I had to go. That's the right thing. Yeah. Then I yield my. heart. Yeah. Yeah. So just it's not subservience. It was yeah. just against yeah. all yeah. that quickly. Hey? That's
2: yeah. the greatest thing. It's teamwork.
0: <clears throat> yeah. 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 So. Sorry, we, we, we're going, we've got some time here, so maybe just, Further. and we've touched on a couple of the things already, so some yeah. of the things will go quicker, but how much input should families have when it comes to dating and
3: marriage? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what we do. So, when it comes to marriage, marriage is a sealed unit in and of itself. I don't give anybody <laughs> rights to speak into our marriage, unless we ask them, because that's what God said. Marriage, leave husband and you know, husband will leave mother and father, and a new home will be started. So this is a, this is a unit in and of itself. Now I am part of an extended family and respect that and value that. And there's times where I call on that, but they cannot tell us anything in terms of our marriage choices. That's Mm -hmm. between the two of us. So we have an understanding. We, you know, I never talk to my mom about Natasha, as she does with her parents we sort it out that's yeah. between us because you unfairly disadvantaged. now there's times where you need to call on help and you know so there's complexities within that but that's the position we work from when it comes to the dating issue our practice has been like we taught our sons that you don't date before you like 18. now that's not a you know it's not a rule. we actually suggested it they made it a rule so yeah. it was like he's funny
2: he's helped them. Is confused we actually told them when a
3: girl puts pressure on you then you just tell her my parents doesn't allow me to it.
2: yeah we said use us and they used yeah. it use so, us.
3: so we yeah. said because of the dynamics Natasha described earlier that maturity learn to be friends don't go mm. into that and, and some of them tried it and, and actually realised it didn't work it didn't work well for them the whole but that was our rule with them but as they then grow older somewhere you know around 18 or so we back off. Mm. So I, we will never tell them who they must date. But we will tell... That we've taught them the values of the, the challenge that if you date a non-believer, so, mm. and they've believed, you know, bought into that. But ultimately, it's their responsibility. Mm. We support them. So can they make bad choices? Yes. But that's their right to do.
2: My yeah. boy blame We'll always boy, speak yeah, to yeah. them.
3: We'll give our opinion, but we will allow them to make the decisions. So I don't know if that completely answers it. I think that answers it on
0: on like a good principle level. But uh, Mamyala, maybe if you can offer, I know there's some cultural dynamics that are speaking to this area as well. So I don't know if you have any thoughts there. Colloquially, it's called black tax,
1: (laughs) you know? You got your mother-in-law and she's my mom, pastor, you know? She's my mom, she's got some needs. We have money. And sometimes she would have needs and you'd provide the money Mm -hmm. and it would cause tension. There's Mm -hmm. countless marriages Um, Mm where the family's struggling. We need money. Your wife is like, listen, Mm -hmm. we don't have that money to give. We need to do our things here. And it causes a rift. And your mother most surely would be like, I brought you into this world. I can't believe you now. All of a sudden, (laughs) she's been around for five minutes and now all of a sudden I'm forgotten. How do how do people navigate that? Because it's it's hard. At some point you've got to make a decision. But I have seen oftentimes when when husbands go quiet. And the wife has to fight the family it becomes a problem. How do we navigate? Move away. Move (laughs) far away. I think
3: (laughs) think the principle, first of all, the biblical principle with all of these matters is it's the sovereignty of the individual choice. So the Bible doesn't tell me, uh, uh, it doesn't force me to do things, but it tells me what I should be doing. Hmm. So in other words, should I look after my mother-in-law? Yes. That should be the heart that I should have. But it must be my choice to do it.
0: Mm.
3: It cannot be forced on me or expected of me to do. And if I don't do it, then, you know, I it, it causes that level of problem. Yeah. Because, and we've had to understand that. I'm not, I can't expect Natasha to feel the same way about my mom as I do and well, vice do. versa. She's
2: just a beautiful really
3: <laughs> Especially in the beginning.
2: Mm.
3: And here we are trying to set up our own life. Now, and then there's all these family needs. That's something we have to decide together.
1: Oh, wow. Come.
3: If she can come to, and, and we've certainly helped our yeah. parents, yeah. financially and in many different, but it's always been because we've decided on we've it together. We've decided together. And if it's her parents, then she opens the door for me. Wow. If it's my mom, I open the door for mm. her. She can't, you know. I don't
2: force myself into you.
3: Because we understand those things. so then it is a blessing because I'm doing it because it's my heart. So should I be doing it? Yes. But as soon as it becomes demanded of me, then it yes. takes on a different... And I think that's where
0: yeah.
3: your cultural struggle... And, and it's not different in our cultures. We have the same. It mm. takes on different forms, yeah. but it's the same principle. And, you know, it's... Yeah, so it's 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 not an easy answer, but it's those okay. tensions that we have. So I've also
0: right been now. asked this question in the context of things like Labola negotiations mm. or... Uh, you know, my father has to approve and things like that and I think there's a way there where you can be very honoring towards mm-hmm. the parents
1: mm-hmm.
0: But you know if I've listened to some of my friends who are black pastors They will always say there's always someone in the family you can talk to yeah. who can help negotiate for you So let's mm-hmm. say, you know, your father says you may never marry someone from that yeah. tribe yeah. It's used tribes, okay yeah. um, You know when I was growing up English people didn't marry Afrikaans yeah. people the first few, one of the first girls I dated, <laughs> her, her parents, they wanted to first check if I could even speak Afrikaans before they <laughs> let me through the door kind <laughs> of stuff, you know. Um, so, but there's always someone in the family you can speak to, whether it's a an aunt lot. or an uncle or maybe the mom can, yeah. you know, personal speak piece. to the dad. There's a, Yeah, that's good, that's a good. Person peace, yeah. So I think there's always, so, you know, the, the glib answer is how much should family be involved, the right amount. Yeah. But you decide on you the right decide. You decide on the right But now before marriage, it's a little tricky, but there should be someone you can find and speak to who can help yeah. negotiate and smooth the,
3: the pot, that's. But I think that yeah. the, the ultimate responsibility is I have to choose my wife first. Yeah. If it ever had to come down, now there's hard work. Sometimes we want to, don't wanna do the hard work, we just wanna make the choice. This is
2: the relationship I'm building, you yeah. know? Yeah.
3: But after the hard work, if it, if there's no, if it really comes down to it, that there's a choice between, then I have to choose what
1: works here. Choose the marriage first. Yes. Choose the marriage first.
2: But
3: hey. that doesn't mean I, <laughs> I disregard the rest. Yeah, you because understand?
2: they can be a huge though, so you oh, don't yeah. want to burn your bridges. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and your parents know you. They, yeah. know, they, you, know, yeah, you they know you, yeah, they do. So you must, <laughs> yeah. you
0: must at least listen. Yeah. yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: So My word, I don't have, kind of touched on it, but if you want to ask
3: specifically?
4: No, 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 not yet.
0: Okay. It. Well, it's about the friend- friends in the relationship.
3: How much input should they have in a relationship?
4: Yeah. I think they shouldn't have a lot. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, it's, it's me and the. F- and yeah. Are you asking in a friendship? Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, it's me and my yeah. friend. Yeah. We should deal with it. We should deal with our problems together. Yeah. Because you know, I I don't know. Sometimes when you speak to other people about your problems and your friendships, they don't really understand mm. yeah. um, how deep it is, how the, how deep the connection is with yeah. your friend. Yeah. And so sometimes the 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 advice that they can give you is irrelevant. Yeah. Or but at the end of the day, Regardless, when they give it to you, it's yeah. it's your choice to choose whether you're going to take it or not. Yeah.
3: So. I yeah, I think you're, you're you're you should we should always be very careful before we involve other people in any relationship. Yeah. Even if it's a friendship.
2: Friendship
3: or marriage, children. Or we must sort it if if, if and I, oh, I have in our friendship and we get into struggle. That's why the Matthew 18 principle is: you first go talk individually to that person before you involve others. If that's exhausted and we can't find a mm. solution, that's the principle Neil used earlier, then we go to the next. So, and again, you know, it depends on the level of relationship so much of it. Like, if the same principle counts for us, in our marriage- we If will I had not a talk- best
2: friend, say I had a best friend that is a guy, or Louis had a best friend that was a girl before we got married, you know? How much input does that have? And can I still have that best friend? Yeah. Because I, I'm, I'm bringing it up because <coughs> yeah. it's very real, It's real, yeah. you know? So now all of a sudden are we not now best friends anymore? Or how do I, how much input does that Do I still go to that best friend, you know, to sort out my problems and, mm, man, that's- For dangerous. me the rule
3: is, I've got one lady friend, that's her. I'm friendly I like and I friends with, I'm friends with other ladies and I'm yeah. friendly towards other ladies, but that it has right. a, a, a massive ceiling but on I'm it. And I'm
2: the best yeah. friend, man. She's
3: my only best there's friend. There's
2: no room. There's no, room. <laughs> there's, no you know, there's
3: a lot of things I will not tell, speak to any other lady about. Wow. I may speak to Neil about things, but I'll not speak to a lady about that. Mm. Wow. You understand? There's, I will not talk emotional level things with another lady.
0: Mm. Hmm. Because I value and I protect my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because it's my a marriage is a rule, I, I value this. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not going to compromise that yeah. anywhere else.
2: And we oh. have this arrangement with one another that um, uh, if I see that he talks something that should be a little bit, you know, that it makes me feel uncomfortable, I tell him. I, I don't like yeah. hold and, and in rejection in a corner yeah. somewhere. I'm like, hi, hey, Buddha. This Is not how we're doing yeah. it, you know? And, and it, I Listen, know I don't have to mean.
3: defend myself, I just say, Okay, so yeah,
2: he's wonderful at that. He's yeah. just like,
3: Dun. No problem, you know. Wow,
2: because that leads into like,
3: but because Neil's because my, I value my marriage, yeah, it's yeah. not. A, I can you can take all the rules and be scaling behind the scenes. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've got a question around that, Pastor, because I think, especially as young people and maybe people who want to go into ministry, we see. The end of the road, where yeah. people are just falling in yeah. and it's crazy. It's all over all over the news. Yeah, but we seldom see the steps that lead up to that. to you that. Yeah, yeah, Exactly. And, yeah. and yeah. we haven't been told. We never told about the yeah. the, yeah, yeah, the exactly. small openings. What are some of the small openings that we oh. should Oh yeah, I mean
3: that that I mean that's such a good point you you're touching on there, and I think, you know, the, the every departure begins with a small step. Mm. like you say you don't end up in unfaithfulness to your wife you start by being silly mm. just being silly and please understand this just because I'm married doesn't mean I can't be tempted oh, so true. what are the things I'm not blind put? yeah no, I'm not blind. blind I don't want you to th- be blind <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what are the things I put in place that protects me yeah because I'm human so so again it becomes to and, and, and it has to be my rules that I own. Like
2: that I put on Like you.
3: in our church, there's rules the church would put on me as a senior pastor, things I'm not allowed to do because it protects the church, and that's sensible. And, but that's just the beginning of the rules I have for myself. My self-rules are far more than that because I value my marriage. So for me, it's, it's my exposure to other ladies. In what context? Why? Now, I've got ladies that report to me that are, are facilitators in our church. I have to have one-on-one meetings with them. But how do I what, behave in that meeting? What do we speak about? Where? Where do we speak
2: No, about? if it's in a little dark
3: corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, for instance, yeah. why my office door has a glass door. So that everybody can always see. Yeah. And why my couch is positioned in a certain way. And if, if especially if, if a lady gets emotional, that means I keep a distance. Okay. Yeah, and it's you like understand? I
2: say to Louis, you're nobody's father. Yeah. You're nobody's little father. You know,
3: but again, it's so some of those things are just as simple as that. It's like one of our simple rules is I don't drive around alone with another lady in the car, which is awkward for me sometimes. But it's to protect us.
2: Hmm. We're rather... You know, to the one side, then to the other to the
0: side. side. And yeah. often on these things, this is I heard someone sharing this once, and it's been valuable in my life. Um, and maybe we can do a podcast on that. And, um, <laughs> is just often these things don't start with the behaviors; they start with the thoughts. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So the thought. When someone I was listening to someone once, and they said, as soon as you start asking, "What if?" Yeah, yeah, you got to start going. Well, what's going on yeah. in my mind? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you don't start asking, getting involved emotionally mm. with someone unless yeah. you. Thought about it first. Yeah. So as soon as you start going, what if? Yeah. That's like then the lights start flashing. The the, the danger warning red yeah. kind of yeah. lights start
3: flashing. Yeah. It's those, that I, question
0: enters your mind. Then you yeah. then you get you, to. You with. have to build yeah. good habits.
3: I don't know if you it's a word, to. but it's those little micro temptations that you get. Micro temptations. Smallest. Word like, now, like, <laughs> word like, now. like for instance, I mean, stupid thing is, is is, is she going to be in the meeting? Yeah. The moment you think that, you've got to go. Oh, okay. Mm. Hang on. Something's not right. You know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. you know, is
1: she gonna be at church? She is gonna she be gonna at church? be at
3: you? Know, <laughs> yeah. Then you're starting to, and
0: you know. Yep. And you're wondering where you shouldn't be wondering. Yeah, you're wondering yeah. where you shouldn't be wondering. So, sorry, again, just for the sake of time. Uh, the, there's a couple of questions and they're probably all quite big questions, but Louis, about divorce, is it, is it a necessary end sometimes? Or um, you know, yeah. is it a means to an end?
3: Well, my answer to that will be, we must always understand divorce is not a solution. Yeah. it's it, or let me put it it's not a problem free solution mm. Mm. It brings with it every time always its own complications wow. mm. so therefore divorce is the it's the end of the line option there are places where divorce is the solution like abusive situations
2: well, life it's
3: that. not a problem free solution mm. you you never just go. I'm so glad I'm divorced, I'm out of that marriage. And that's the end of the problem. You will continue to have problems. But there are times where God recognizes that, you know, uh, continued infidelity is where, where you need to allow a person to get out of that situation. Mm. But it always comes with challenges and problems. So it, it, it's, ne- it's necessary that it's an option in extreme situations, but it's never an easy option. Yeah. It it's be, never a light option. It shouldn't option. be done quickly. Yeah. I can remember once speaking to a divorced person that when we helped them to get remarried and, and she said to me, she said, only when I was getting divorced did I begin to understand when the Bible says two will be made one. And wow. the tying together, when I was starting to untie my relationship, yeah. I only recognized the power of what the tying was. Yeah. And in her case, it was you know abusive. But she said, even in that situation, I only began to realize how can how one I became with this person. So, so I think that's right. There's certain
0: like it's abusive uh, the Bible speaks about adultery. But one thing my wife and I did is we we decided up front divorce is not an option yeah, for it's us. Not a murder. Because what you do is you know <laughs> <you're, you're, you're laughs> to death us <laughs> both. To death to us part. But uh, I will pop you. If you always have it there there's this yeah. exit oh, yeah. doorway, yeah. then it becomes an option. So we just said yeah. that's not gonna be an option for us. We'll figure out. Yeah. how to love each other. Yeah.
2: We'll yeah. figure
0: out a way around, her, around this. So if you start there, yeah, then, exactly. you, then you're valuing the relationship, it's important, yeah. and you're gonna work on it. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you start with, it's not an option. But there are instances where yeah. actually... But excuses yeah. like,
2: <laughs> I just don't love him anymore. We but what, just you're incompatible. Yeah, we're incompatible. We're not incompatible. incompatible.
0: <laughs> of course <laughs> you're incompatible. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah,
2: you some way didn't work, because it's hard work, never, yeah. never stops.
0: Yeah, never it's, you
2: work at
1: yeah.
0: it.
2: Do you think perhaps
1: <laughs> expects, do you think perhaps expectations play a role in that? Oh because no. I'm I'm seeing a lot of thirty year olds that got married when they were twenty yeah. twenty two. When they get divorced, it's, it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. yeah, marriage wasn't what I expected.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Because dreams.
3: like I said earlier, you come into it with
2: fairy tales.
3: And the, the you know what was my parents' marriage like? Was it a great marriage? Whatever. So. Yeah, but expectations are need to be tested. Yeah. And if you don't have an ability to adapt your expectations, yeah. you're going to run into trouble. It's, it's just broken yeah. people coming together.
2: <coughs> How do you think it's just going to be this little fairy tale? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay. Oh,
4: I wanted to ask. Um, is it advisable for people for couples, you know, for people who have been married, who recently got divorced to um, maybe become friends after the divorce?
3: Look, I, it's one of those wonderful Hollywood things again where you see these people on, <laughs> As you a know, they thing. get divorced and then they're the best no broken of friends. On, no broken
2: on. Man,
3: I know when there's children involved, you have to work on it because you have, but
2: it's the disappointment
3: difficult. in a marriage that fails is huge. You, we must
2: understand, it's a and trauma. And if you were
3: really invested in that marriage, it's very difficult to deal with that disappointment. So should you work to be civil and kind and loving towards one another? Absolutely. But will you be best of friends ever again?
2: I don't know if that should be your expectation. I, don't know if that I think should be what your expectation expected. should be, I want to become a whole person mm-hmm. again, Lord. So help me to become a whole person. And how do I honor and a person that I disappointed? Give, and, me, and how do and I that work disappointed. Things, yeah.
1: yeah no. Right, let's move it to what we're almost done. Second last question. This question, uh, I think it's so important. A lot of people listening, and a lot of people watching are gonna deny it, but it happens here at church. You are a saved person, you get into a relationship. It's amazing, it's, it's awesome. I mean, the church like, hey, you guys are an amazing couple. You are as anointed as a dunked wing. Um, <laughs> you speak tongues like crazy. And then one, one evening or whatever, you with your partner and ah, the sex happens. Um, before you know it, it happens again and again. And you find yourself coming to church on a Sunday you, you don't even repent anymore. You're just like, oh, Lord, here we are.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, can a couple, if, if, if they want to make it right, like, mm. you know, this is, this is ridiculous. We can't keep going on like yeah. this. Should they break it off completely? Um, or can they just pray each other and say, yeah, let's repent and then, Lord, I'm sorry, and then continue. Like, yeah. what, what do you do if you've fallen? you've had sex what because
3: is- because I think what I said earlier you don't every relationship you don't start from the scratch again you 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 let you you start where you left off so if i've held hands then you know yeah. so if you've had sex with somebody every time you come together that's where you start mm. you cannot rewind the clock you cannot undo that if you've had sex outside of marriage you stepped outside of god's grace and blessing on that relationship. Mm -hmm. You must be clear. No matter how much you love one another, you have stepped outside of God's boundaries. Wow. So that is something that to fix that requires intentional activity, Mm -hmm. which begins with repentance. And repentance is not, I'm sorry. Repentance is, I'm going to stop doing this. Come on. So my advice normally in a situation like that is, you have to break
2: because it, it becomes such a, a, a heavy on your relationship, you mm. know, that even if you, if you go get married, you bring in that heaviness. So rather start from the beginning, if I can
3: say. It, it may not be the end of the relationship, Yeah. but what you need to do, in my advice, and again, this is not what the Bible says, but if I follow the principles, break up and then first go deal on your, yourself. yourself. Why, did you, you, need, yeah, why do your journey, why did you step that. over the line? There's a reason. Mm. What were you looking for that you didn't trust God to give you in his right time wow. and ways? Deal with that. You can't, I can't put that on the other person. I have to deal with that. That's my first responsibility before God because we're not married yet. Mm. So I have no responsibility to this relationship equal to my journey with God. So I have to go walk my journey first.
2: Because your, your relationship is going to become about guilt. You're gonna to get together, it's gonna to be about yeah. it's a guilt trip all the yeah. time. So you're not building your relationship, you're walking in a circle the whole
3: time. And let's be so real. So
2: rather just
3: The problem is with two, when you when you start getting heavy physical and have sex with somebody outside of marriage, that's 90%, or not 90%, that becomes what you do. You don't spend time talking anymore.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm, yeah That's because you've now reached the price. Yeah. You've skipped the process, there's no more. It's only in marriage where it's this very interesting thing where you can have sex, but it doesn't define your relationship because it's in its right place and box. Mm. Outside of marriage, that's what the relationship now is. So my advice is break up, walk your journey, have accountability with somebody else. That's
2: where accountability plays a big
3: role. If down the line, it becomes your healing has taken shape, then you bring heavy accountability in when you start considering the two of us coming together again. Where you have, like, day-to-day accountability. So, yeah. Not because you're trying to please somebody else, but because you value your relationship. You're oh. going have to have to work harder at it. I don't know, that's, that's how I... You know, but the, I also not like often
0: there, if, it, if, if you've both done your journeys mm. and yep. it's God that wants to bring you together or you choose mm. to come together in that way, Th- then I like to say to people, get married quickly. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to say you, you, now. You, sorry. Yeah. yeah no, don't, exactly. don't don't, don't be, don't be
2: engaged for two yeah. years. Even a year is a bit long. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> but, you're but saying something by this. This is my yeah. my man. You know, I'm gonna marry him. But, so but the
3: solution to having s- had sex is not to get not married. Not to get no. married. Because yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. ask yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, hey. No, you have yeah. to do the journey. You have to do the repentance. You have to. There has to be a stop where you say this stopped. Yeah. We worked, we rebuilt our testimony. We can it's for me that I've married many people that have lived together or slept together before they were married, then went into a process of restoration. It is fantastic to celebrate yeah. that day when, when they but then they tell their whole They're community it, their friends, everybody. We used to step outside of God's line. Mm. We fixed that in God and today we stand. And we make our promises to one another. Wow. Then you're pure. Then you're then pure. You're pure. Yeah.
1: So purity is not necessarily virginity. No. No, no. no, no, no. It's your proximity with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so good. Okay.
4: Yeah. Last right. question. The last question is um, can couples live together before <laughs> marriage?
1: So I think
3: we've addressed a lot of that yeah, in the previous yeah. one. So for me, think that it's a hard no. It's a no. You me. can, of course, you can do whatever you want to. You can should but you, you shouldn't. You yeah. shouldn't. You should. And should the church allow for that? No. 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 If you
2: can I'll tell you now, and you don't have a desire for one another, maybe something wrong with your relationship because you're attracted to one another. You know? In
3: our so. church, if I find out you sleeping with, you living with your girlfriend and boyfriend and you're in leadership, I'm going to tell you, sorry, mm-hmm. that ends today. I love you with all the love in my heart, but it mm-hmm. ends. And now you can try and convince me, but we're not sleeping together. Okay, I don't know. But... Everybody's asking that question. Your testimony is being affected. Mm. So to me, it's a hard note.
0: And it's the thing that just to link to what you said earlier and to remind everybody, it's that it's actually counterfeit.
3: Mm. It's yeah.
0: not real, you don't have the intimacy.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay. you don't have the protection that gives you the space to have intimacy. Intimacy requires protection. Mm. That's the protection of covenant. I will be yours exclusively and yours always. If if she didn't know that I was being exclusive with her, she can't be intimate with me. It's not possible by very definition. I mean, if I say to her, listen, I want to take you on an intimate evening tonight. We're going for a date and we're going, it's a beautiful restaurant overlooking the ocean. It's fantastic. It's just, and by the way, my brother's coming along. (laughs) how many of you think we're still having an intimate evening nope not a chance by definition intimacy is one on one and if 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 she knew even in my mind I was entertaining the thought of sharing what we have with somebody else it ends our intimacy because she's no longer protected I think
0: also just to this question, I think you can make up a, a hundred good reasons of why you should live together. You know, it saves mm. rent. It saves money. know it is. all this, people get very clever with, yeah. with why. But the fundamental thing you have to settle is I wanna honor God with my life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If that means we live separately and I help you pay yeah. rent, that's what I'm gonna do because that yeah.
3: honors because God. And that puts God's blessing and favor yeah. on your marriage. Wow. So again, are you positioning yourself where God can pour out his blessing upon you? That's what he wants to do. But if you are outside of his, there's consequences for stepping outside of God's plans. This is yeah. real. I think it's that, pride uh, our, our to our think problem. that you
2: can. Mm. You know, I think it's pride to think we can live together and we're not gonna step
3: out. The problem is there's right. no immediate consequences.
2: Ooh,
1: say that again Pat, there's no you immediate
3: decide. We decide, hey, we're gonna live together. Nothing's gonna go wrong for a while because mm. God is gracious, slow to anger. All he'll do is just begin to withdraw mm. because you're not showing interest in him, actually, and his ways. It takes a while before you start feeling the pain. Then you've forgotten the reason why you actually so departed from the Lord already. So just don't just don't even entertain it.
0: Thank you, Pastors Louis and Natasha. I think um, yeah. There's so much more we could say and do on this, but I think this is a good place for people to start talking and to start thinking about. Thank you, Marvi, for joining yeah, us thank today. You, thank, thank you, Mamiala. And thank you to you guys for watching. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you, everybody.
2: Bye.